Ed Astra Abbasosk, and welcome to the episode. I'm Layla, and I'm crying because I can't get over this rooftop. I'm Monica, and I'm crying because Zhao caught us. We were falling, and we were probably going to die, and he caught us. Today's commissions include the Wine Lace Fest, upcoming character banner, and crying into that. rerun events yeah i mean by this point by the end of 3.1 we had the the underground fighting ring in inazuma again again uh wind chaser the domains so there's a lot of rerun stuff and then i feel like some of the new events were fairly tame but for some reason we got a very monstat heavy event the wine lesa fest um which i think is actually pronounced vine lesa sorry Sorry, Monstatters. That's uh, very different from how I was instinctively <laughs> going to pronounce it, so I'm learning. Okay, good. I'm glad. But not only was the event, like, kind of interesting in the sense that it had, like, four different phases, but mm. the, like, premise and story of the event was really cute. I think it was kind of fun to have Sino running while we were getting Razor lore. It was really cool. I think we, we mentioned this before, but people are, like, theorizing they're linked. Yeah! Very exciting, if true. There can only be a common ancestor to the Electro Wolf people. Sino is his dad. I wish! Big brother. Yeah. Um, no, it was a really fun event. Um, I think pretty, like, chill compared to some of the other festival events. I think it's really fun when they do the regional events and, like, you see literally every character from that region come out. It's a good time. Yeah, my... my... Um, when I play the events, I keep going, Sucrose? <gasps> Noel? Yeah, it's like, <gasps> Rosaria? Oh yeah, you live here too! Oh my god, speaking of Rosaria, the part where she's like, I guess I have to be your big sister, and everyone is like, no, you don't, you don't have to, and she goes, I guess I'm being forced to, if you insist, and everyone's like, we're not insisting, you don't have to, and she goes, come on, little brother! That's right, yeah, I feel like that's her character, she's like, you're making me be kind? Fine. And everyone's like, no, you don't have to get involved. And she's like, I guess I have to be kind. It was so cute. We get it. It also reminded me that we have new outfits for her. Yeah, she does. (laughs) Also, um, they introduced that little guy, Mika, out of nowhere. Mika with the the yellow hair. Yeah, the little little boy. We were the only blonde kids around here. True. Well, Bennett. He's platinum. Platinum. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. But that was wild. Um, can't believe we got some Varka X Capitano yeah! fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you want to talk more about this event since this was sort of the biggest, newest event? Yeah, it was the biggest event for me. Um, I cried at least twice. Yeah. I actually have a fun anecdote. I finished, like, the, the final cutscene of the Vine Lace Fest, which is, like, so a, a little bit of context for the Vine Lace Fest. It's, like, the... Festival is centered around Wind Coming Day, which is in theory the return of the Animal Archon to Mondstadt. Because as we know, Mondstadt's Archon left them to their own devices because he thought he could not be the Archon of Freedom if he was like reigning over people because that's not free will. And so he left. Obviously, Venti's still around, but people don't know that. So the Wind's Coming Day or like Wind's Return Day is like once a year. People leave out wine that they make with their friends and family to, like, lure the animal archon back. Um, And it's, like, 
the southern wind. The southern wind is like the nice wind that comes in. Um, and so the whole thing is that Varka, who is the actual head of the knights, because mm-hmm. as we know, Jean is only the acting grandmaster. Varka is out in Shneznaya to figure out why the Fatui killed Diluc's father. Just FYI. <laughs> and um, he was like, by the way, Razor, you know how I raised you? I knew your parents. Here are some things they left you. And Razor's like, a wine bottle. And then we have to figure out what the significance is. Yeah, it was really cute. It, like, I think in the um, in the live stream where they, they revealed this, they made it sound like it was going to be very Razor-centric. And it was. But it was kind of, like, it was kind of cute. They, like, had every single Monset character be mm-hmm. like, Oh, Razor, you're trying to learn about your parents? Here's a fun fact about my parents. (laughs) Or it was cute. Um, One of the things they had to do was, like, get the ingredients for the wine. And it was, like, a a group of people. It had to be someone from the church, someone from the knights, and someone from the Adventurer's Guild. And Bene gave the Adventurer's Guild one, and Rosaria was the one from the church, but it was, like, kind of from Barbara. (laughs) And then the knights, it was Noel and Sucrose, which I thought was so cute. And, um... Uh, we learned that Sucrose is really shy around everyone except Geo users, apparently, because Albedo and Noel, she's friends with. So, That's so funny. I, I wonder if she ever met Zhongli. She'd be like, I feel a calming presence. I never made that connection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought, like, the the tradition they established, I don't know if it was established before this event, but I personally, if it was, I didn't see it. Um, the tradition around, like, families and friends making wine and being like, this is, like, our, like thousand year wine that yeah like our beverage that we made together for our memories when razor said that at the end i was very touched um and then part of me was like this is nice that they're like they're like high the the dandelion wine and all the wine in monstat is like culturally relevant to monstat it's like not i don't know how to say this delicately but i feel like some of the younger fandom um is very much like they're all drunk they love drinking and i'm like they definitely do, but I don't necessarily think it's the the way that like the younger yeah. fan base depicts it. Like not more than other real life cultures that have a history of making specific kinds of alcohol. Yeah, I think um, whenever like Monsat themed things like dive into the making and like the traditions um, they want to have in this world around uh, wine and alcohol, I'm like it's like a nice touch. It like grounds it. I think. Yeah, it was fun. And it was very cool because anytime something has to do with wine, I know we're going to get Diluc lore. <laughs> yeah. So that was Whoa, nice for me. Diluc in this one. The Diluc Kaya interactions in this one was crazy. Um, Adeline, MVP, when she was like, I need to get these boys to talk over dinner. I think I was like, you were live tweeting it when it happened. <laughs> and then the next day I played it and I was live texting you about it. I was like, Adeline. What are you doing? We love that. It was so. Great. That was really good. Obviously, the final cutscene you mentioned with the Razor is like, we did this together. But what really got me is, for some reason, Klee is, like, fairly involved in this. I think it's, like, because they're showing that Razor is, like, really beloved by all of Mondstadt, even though he kind of feels like an outsider. And, like, the easiest way to show that is, like, the innocence of Klee as, like, the innocence of Mondstadt. She likes Razor, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, <laughs> Klee is really involved, and she was really sad during the wind uh, wind's coming day because the wind didn't arrive after... They performed the thing, but what I found hilarious is the reason that happened is because they asked Venting to perform the ballad. So obviously he was up on stage, and it was really cute because, like, 
after he got off stage, he made the wind come by, and everyone was really happy. And Razor was like, Clee, the wind is here, which I thought was so cute. But then Venti and Lumine for me, and I guess Aether for you, share such a look of like, I was like, someone must have noticed that. It was not subtle at all. But I was crying at that point already, so. I don't remember the monster at, like, Archon Quest super well, but I do remember people being like, oh, Jean and D-Luke know, which makes it even funnier that they had to perform, actually. That's fair, yeah. I don't know. I think think that maybe the monsters really believe. (laughs) But what was extra funny to me is um so i started bawling somewhere around the time where razor buries the wine with his friends or whatever it was devastating i was crying i recorded a tiktok of myself crying saying something like (gasps) oh yeah yeah. happy vine lace fest everybody and i was like bawling and then paimon's voice actor liked it how fun was that (laughs) how serendipitous i'm silently applauding we love that uh we love the voice actors are very cool. The community is very cool. The <laughs> validation for your tears. Yeah, I'm sure, the validation for my tears was what was worth it. So that was it. Um, the uh, one other thing I want to say is uh, there were four different like phases of yeah. this. Uh, fuck the shop phase. Oh, like the gameplay. Like I the hated this. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. So I'm trying to recap because it has been a hot second. The first one was the boar hunting. Which, for me, that was, like, chill. I think I told you this up until the last one. Yes. And I did not read the instructions to the kill last the one. Boar. So I was only doing, like, half damage. Like, I wasn't using one of the, the like, the functions they give you. And I was like, why is this so hard? These events are usually not hard. And yeah. I read a guide. And they were like, as you know, you have to use both. And I was like... There are two things. <laughs> Not just that, I thought the framing was super weird that they were like, yeah, this Sumeru researcher wants to know more about the Mondstadt boars. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's the boars, and then there was the treasure hunting. I guess it wasn't called treasure hunting, uh-huh. but it was like a, a little like scavenger hunt one where you would get like a, a hit from a person, you'd go to the place, and then. Yeah! to open their chests there was like a name for the chests but that one was really cute it made me cry because diona's hint was like leave the greatest hunter in springvale's house and like climb up and obviously she's talking about her dad and it was devastating to me because she gets involved later on and when she learns you're making wine she gets really upset because obviously diona's dad is a drunk and she is like not understandably as a young girl not dealing with it very well and so she's very upset when people mention alcohol and i was like no we're just trying to help raise and find his parents it was a big uh it was like a sitcom level misunderstanding yes. where, where she was like y'all want to drink you fucking losers <laughs> you and we were like uh we want razor to like feel close to his parents yeah and she was like oh yeah, Klee was like, sorry, I think I, I like, retold the story badly. That's funny. The other one I remember was, like, a, it was like a shop decorating thing. That was a part of the shop. There was, like, two shop things. Yeah, so the, the chests, every chest you found also gave you a decoration for your shop, I think. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. Then what was the other the one? The third one was, um, you basically would, like, go fight a group of enemies, oh, and then they would take you to, like, yeah. another area, and it was just, like, progressively harder fights. That's probably why I forgot that about it, because they, they, like, that's, like, one of the, uh, events that they kind of bring back. Yeah, it again. comes around. You just, like, fight a group of enemies, and then you follow the little wind. Follow the wind, as Kazuha would say. One. Did you have a favorite one? Um, I thought it was really cute, the, the, the chests, and, like, the fact that 
first of all, there were some NPCs that got to do it. Um, And the fact that, like, the idea is that Jean or, like, the Knights pick people every year. And so some people's quotes were like, I'm really proud to have been picked. And, like, I really want to share. And then motherfucking Kaya was like, "Mm -hmm." I put mine at the beginning because I was lazy. (laughs) That one? My roommate was, like, watching me doing it, and she knew I was wrong. But I was, like, hoping it would be the, at the beginning of the game. Of the game? I thought that, too. Yeah, but I was, like, who would know that? The clue was, like, sometimes things, like, return to the beginning. And I also was, like, oh, my God, the beach where That's we washed up. That's such a cut. Yeah, I did. I was, like, in my mind, I was, like, ah. Considering they've all been, like, in the town of Mondstadt and, um... Springvale? Springvale, yeah. Just, like, in the area by the festival where all the characters live, I was like, there's no way it's going to be on this random beach. But I was like, I want it to be. Let's go check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty cute. That was probably my favorite. I mean, my favorite was definitely the story. Everyone knows yeah. I play Genshin for the story, so. Well, she plays it for the story. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the Treasure World was my favorite, too. I think it is kind of nice to, like, especially, like, Mondstadt, where I think most people, I know someone who, who had, who wasn't like this but for most people like because you start in Mondstadt they like 100% like that one area in Mondstadt mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. and it's like there's not a lot of reasons to go back like once you've unlocked uh, more exploration areas it was kind of nice to be like yeah let's flex the Mondstadt knowledge that I built up over the past two years yeah it's nice I know I, I think my personal preference so far will continue to be leeway but a lot of people share the sentiment of like Mondstadt is our home because mm-hmm. that's where we started our journey and I think it's very sweet to come back to Mondstadt. Also, necessary for, for people players, who play. Yeah, because yeah, they can't unlock other areas as fast. I mean, Leeway's unlocked basically from the beginning. But yeah. maybe Sumeru is now, too. I don't know. No, because you need the chasm unlocked. You need the chasm, yeah. Anyways, it was cute. I like these, like, bigger fe- uh, events that take, like, almost the whole banner, right? Like, they take two to three weeks. Um I know some people like to rush through them. I am I don't have that problem, so. <laughs> that was fine by me. Um, okay, yeah. So other, I guess, newsworthy things that are going on. There are a few other events running right now. I'm thinking maybe we'll talk about them in our next episode once they've wrapped up. But yeah. The, the Wind Chase. The Wind Chase one, um, which, you know, it's just Genshin Super Mario 3D. Yeah. And then there's one in Sumeru right now, which is basically like a, a treasure hunting puzzle one. Which... We've, we've had it before. Really? Yeah, it's come up before. It wasn't exactly the same concept, but we've had to use those, um, like, you you plant the gadget and it tells you the direction to go in. We've had at least one event like that before. Yeah, and I think the, like, scavenger treasure hunt uh, event is, like, a format they've done before. But, like, it's nice that it's encouraging me to explore oh big time yeah it's forcing me to go to the desert (laughs) oh do you not like being in the desert i just haven't like i i did enough done a lot yeah i did enough to get to the archon quest and then i've been uh well we'll talk about this a little later but i've been working on my inazuma exploration because i'm 90 plus on almost all the islands so that's what i've been doing wow okay yeah so we'll talk about those events maybe more in depth later i I mean, I don't know that we'll have more to say than we yeah. just did. Yeah, um, that might be it. <laughs> but some uh, other exciting event stuff um, currently on the banner is... Do I know this off the top of my head? The current banner? It's Nilu mm-hmm. and Albedo. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the four stars are really interesting because it's Shangling, Barbara, and then I want to say Beto? I have no idea. <laughs> um, basically, it's 
three four stars I already have, but two of them are actually the ones you get for free. Yeah, yeah. So when you um when you do the demos, there's only one four star yes. demo. And yeah. I thought that was really funny. That's super funny. I love that though because any excuse to get closer to C six Barbara is a good excuse for me. Not that I pulled on this banner. I but... oh my god, yeah. I pulled a few times on the weapon banner. <gasps> I did too for the first time. For the first time? Basically. Oh, okay, cool. And you got the, the sword you wanted. So right? I've pulled on the Weapon Manor once before. I was doing, like, a, um, uh, it was either a charity thing or there, it's this bad of me that, to not remember, or it was a subathon for my channel. <laughs> but regardless, it was a thing where if people donated X amount, they could have me do X amount of pulls on any banner, and someone donated to have me do a 10 pull on the Weapon Manor. So I did a 10 pull. I think I got freaking Kujo Sara <laughs> So that was exciting. Um, no, I'm remembering it was during my Zhongli subathon. So. That's funny. Yeah, um, I think you got the weapon you wanted because you wanted Alhaitha. So I, well, I was, I've, I've never been tempted by the weapon banner. Fuck the weapon banner. But yeah. this weapon banner had Nilu's HP sword, which obviously good for Nilu, but I thought it would be great for Ayato. Mm. Jade Cutter, all around great sword. Yeah. Plus a brand new set of four star weapons, including what is assumed to be Alhaitha's best in slot four star and. Nahida's best in slot four star catalyst. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's four things on the weapon banner that I would be very happy with. Yeah. Plus a couple of the standard weapon banners, like on the off chance I got a five star. So I scraped together like ten um of the literal wishes because we were they were having that login event and whatever, yeah. and I was like, if I don't spend my primos, I won't feel bad about it. It's just the loose wishes. So I, <laughs> I loose change loose wishes. Yeah, I I went up to my four star pity. So I don't think I did a temple. I think I did like seven individuals, and on my four star pity, I got like stringless, which I already have six hundred. Oh. So I was like, great, freak me. So I said, okay, I'm not gonna pull on the weapon banner again. And then by the end of this weapon banner. Um, I had done the full login and that gave me 10 more wishes. And I was like, okay, I'm not touching my primos. I'm still staying true to my word. I'm just going to do one more temple, <laughs> which is where the weapon banner gets you. But on that 10 pull, I got both Nahida's Catalyst and Alhaitham's Sword. And I was like, perfect. I don't have to touch the weapon banner again. <laughs> Except I will have to pull on it when Homa comes back because it's the last thing for my Zhongli. He's got, I got one more Zhongli constellation and Homa. I mean, Homa is very tempting. Um, yeah, I think I, uh, I think I, I, I do remember the first temple I got Nahida's, um, catalyst. I remember getting like R2, mm. but I think I did at least like 25 pulls to get a high sword. So that's not bad though. Yeah. I was pretty happy with that. Plus the, the pity on the weapon manor doesn't go away. So, like, if you yeah. only pull every now and then, you're going to hit the five star eventually. And as long as you only pull when you don't mind one of the five stars. Yeah, and I think losing the five star banner, I mean, it, it's always a bummer to lose a five star you want. But, like, I, I think I only have, like, three or four or five stars because I keep rolling uh, Skyward Spines. <laughs> I have, oh, no. I have an R3 Spirit Oh, my God. Um, that, that Your Zhongli is cracked. But yeah, actually, you were, like, mentioning, like, Zhongli critting, and I was like, that is weird. Why did he crit like that? I looked at him, and he had Spirit, Spirit, Skyward Spine, and it does, when you uh, up its rank, it, like, increases the, like, crit. Oh, bonus. fun. I didn't even know that. Um, yeah. So, I think on the character banner, I have, like, 
to pity. <laughs> Which is a little rough because I am going to be pulling for the upcoming characters. Do you want to summarize them? I do. I mean, um, so the upcoming banners were revealed recently and we have an interesting Yoi Mia rerun out of nowhere. I <laughs> yeah. feel like she was just rerun. Good for her. Um, the speculation slash maybe they've straight up announced it is that there's an event in Inazuma between Yoimiya and Child, which is cute. So the first half of the banners are Nahida and Yoimiya, and then the second half is Child and Yaimiko, which makes sense, seeming like very Inazuma-centric story-wise. Um, very cute. I was super excited because I want to pull for Nahida so bad. I'm not super Archon collector. Like, obviously I love Zhongli, but he's like one of three Archons or whatever. But I really love Nahida. We talked about it before, the way she thinks about her people, blah, blah, blah. So I was really excited. And the new four-star that's coming out, Layla. <laughs> I was like, wow, perfect. I'm going to pull Nahida, and I'm going to get C6 Layla. And then they went, by the way, Layla's going to be on the second half of the banners. And now I'm screwed. <laughs> so I have 12,000 primos, more or less. And um, I certainly cannot get Nahida and, like, Layla... Because there's no guarantee on the four stars, right? So I could get any of the other two. So what I'm going to do, not that anyone asked, but what I'm, I'm going to do is I'm going to pull until I hit my five star on the Nahida banner. Mm. And then I'm either going to win my 50-50 and get Nahida, or I'm going to hit a guarantee. And then if I lose my 50-50, I'm going to have to be very truthful to myself about whether I want to pull Child Constellations or Yaimiko. Because I don't want to use my guarantee on either of those. I would rather save my guarantee for Al Haytham, who must be coming soon. But I do not want to miss Layla. So I don't know what I'm going to do. And it's going to be rough. So ideally, I win my 50-50 on Nahida. <laughs> and then I safely pull Layla. Ideally, Nahida early. Layla, uh, ideally, first pull. First pull C6. Layla. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, we had a friend who was saying this. Like, the, the good thing about like wanting a four star is that they they come back way more often they do they do and it's nice but like the the chance of getting a four star you want on the standard banner for example gets smaller and smaller the longer the game goes but i mean i think about like the past year i've been playing i feel like earlier i said two years but i think it's closer Mm -hmm. to like a year and a half um the past like year and a half i've been playing i feel like yon has been like yon has been around she's been around but like for example um well i guess it's not been super long but i feel like we haven't seen kooky come back yet she did, I think. Oh, once. she did? Yeah. I wasn't pulling. <laughs> uh, because I got her and I was like, ooh, um, I like, mm, this is a deep shame I've never admitted. I wailed a little for Kooky because I was like, I want all the four stars. And then I just like got her naturally from like, you're like wow. organic wishes we love later. And I was home like, grown. that's when I like, because like sometimes you know things in your brain, but if you're stupid like me, <laughs> you like don't know it in your heart. And that's when I learned it in my heart okay. that you can wait on four stars. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Well, maybe it'll be fine. I do really want to like see six Layla. A spoiler alert. I'm dressing up as her for Halloween. Yeah. So like, but it's okay. She's very cute. People keep comparing her to a cryo page because they showed some of her <laughs> talents or like her skill. Um, she gets into a shield and then she falls asleep mm-hmm. and it's like the cryo mages like doing their taunts. So it's very cute. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I'm, I've been saving because I don't, I think I mentioned last time I don't particularly want, um, the two people on the banner right now. Not that I dislike them, but I'm just like, I can wait a little. So I think I'm probably going to pull for Nahida. Um, and then on the next banner, I don't have child or Yamiko, but I think I would probably go for Yai. I think that's going to be a scenario where I find out when I'm there. Maybe I'll do 
the fun thing I know some of our friends do and just alternate wishes between them. That's fun. I have um, 40 wishes saved for, well, right now I have 35, but I project because I have, um, because I've been doing my dailies and I have Vulcan Moon that by the time they do the, the, the banner update, I'll have around 40. Well, for sure, especially if you're only pulling on the second half. You're going to get the Primo Gems from Compensation, plus all of the first half. Yeah, and I haven't finished the events going on right now. Yeah. So I'm excited to just do four temples. Very exciting. That I saved up with, with my own, well, I was going to say effort, but I guess technically Walking Moon is money. Well, yeah, but it's like the most effortful money. True, truly. So that's fun. Yeah. All right, so today's community topic, inspired by uh, our discussion around the... God, how did you say the name of the Monset event? Uh, Vine Lace Fest? Yeah, that. Um, sorry, side note, it does make me feel better that I can't say any of the names <laughs> in any of the regions. Yeah, it's not targeted. Yeah, I, I, for a while I was like, I am of Asian descent, but it feels bad that I'm forgetting how to say certain Asian names. We like went to Samaro, and obviously there's been like a whole issue with like the representation there, and I was like, maybe I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> Not but yet. we're going back to Mondstadt, and it's like, actually, I just can't read any words. <laughs> um, comforting to know I'm just stupid. Just illiterate. Anyways, um, inspired by how much that made us cry, we were going to talk about um, what else in Genshin uh, makes us cry and has made us cry. Do you want to go first? Sure, I can. I have, like, a real answer and then, like, a jokey answer. The real answer is um, some of the story quests have really made me cry. Yeah. Not a lot of them have, like... So I genuinely shed, like, multiple tears during mm-hmm. Vine Lisa Fest. I have also shed tears during the second Raiden um, story quest when she is, like, saying goodbye to Makoto in the plane of Euthymia, and she's, like, planting the seed that will eventually become the Narukami shrine tree that, like, leads to her finding oh, Yainiko, yeah. and, like, it's, like, a very time-loopy thing where it's, like, in the future, she did this for herself in the past, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I was bawling. <laughs> Anything about found family, real family, fake family, I'm in. You know, very sad. Um, things that make me cry, like, emotionally, even if not physically, is, like, whenever I think back to the lore that you, like, find sprinkled about um, Guizhong and, like, the founding of Liwei Harbor and Zhongli and, like, whether you ship Guizhong and Zhongli are not, like, the friendship that they had, at least, and the way that it's basically either explicitly or implicitly stated that Guizhong died during the Archon War, like, in Zhongli's arms, and that's devastating. Every time I go to Guili Plains, the song that plays Guizhong's lullaby is called, the official title is called something like, Until Our Last Breath, or like, Until I See You Again, or I don't know, something, like, devastating like that, so that always makes me cry. Um, and then when I am doing a exploration thing and I am climbing and for some reason it decides I can't go over this lip of whatever, like a, this, <laughs> lip of this rock or like the roof, I get so upset. The roofs are I'm so frustrated. I'm crying. So frustrating. Yeah, that's funny. Um, just so, just cause I think she deserves credit for this. <laughs> when has Genshin Impact Made You Cry is what our show notes say. And then Layla's bullet points just says every day. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I don't really remember, like, specifically crying, mostly. Not because I'm I'm not emotional, it's because I cry a lot. <laughs> you just cry so much. Yeah, I would say, like, like um, like um a lot of people will, like, talk about how good a movie is, because they'll be like, maybe so emotional I cried. And for me, like, obviously I can recognize that that is a, a mark that, like, for a lot of people it's moved them, it's moved them to tears. But for me, I'm like, any given movie, I there's, like, a 
75% chance I'll cry. Yeah, me, as soon as the violin music starts in a movie, it's over. Yeah, as soon as they want to start playing music, if a character wants, oh, a character wants to die. if a character passes away, if someone is just, you know, that, that, that second act, the end of second act, beginning of third act slump when they're real sad, it gets to me. I cry very easily. Um, I think I watched, like, a YouTube video where someone was like, last week I cried, and, like, I'll be honest, I teared up here. <laughs> I didn't even know why. Um, so that's where I'm coming from. That's a lot of information about me. I would say basically any time there's like a, a an especially animated cutscene. Yeah. Those are very deliberate. They have like special scores often. Yeah. Those will get me pretty bad. I remember like, I don't know if I cried, but I was so like emotionally blown away by the end of the leeway. Um, yeah. The leeway, like, Archon Quest, I was like, no, we're home. Shao's catching me. We're all coming. It was very, I was very, um. We all came together. Distraught, but in a good way. Um, when else did I cry in this game? We'll edit this out while I'm thinking. I should have prepared this because I did look at this earlier today. <laughs> well, you have such a good answer. Yeah, but I want to give another one because you gave, like, three or four. Yeah, it was just, just. I'm a very remembered crier. Yeah, you, you don't have the problem where I'm like, when did I last cry? Probably, like, yesterday. <laughs> I couldn't tell you why. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I don't know if we'll keep this in, but I told you I watched Hocus Pocus 2. I cried during Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's relatable. I feel like I would. Bro, the ending of Hocus Pocus 2. Sad. I think it'll get you. I'm sure it will. It's... Mm. Anyways, this is a Genshin podcast. Um, I would say I like Layla. I think a lot of the like surface level story stuff doesn't necessarily um, make me emotional. But like when you dive deep into the lore of these characters and the stuff that is like maybe not like initially said or voice acted, like that stuff gets me a little emo. I feel like once you suck your, <laughs> I don't know what to say, suck it up. Once you suck it up and do child story quest, that's probably a full animated cutscene that's going to make you cry. Because that one kind of made me cry. I don't want child to make me cry. We don't cry over fuck. <laughs> well, that's usually who we cry over. Nah. Um, yeah, so in terms of story moments, those are things that make me emo and Genshin impact. But in terms of uh, gameplay things, absolutely. Uh, crying every time I run out of stamina. Crying every time I run out of stamina and I use a food item to replenish it and then I run out of it. Again. Yes, yes, and yes. It takes five minutes to and you're just hanging reset. There. Uh, and then I'll usually put my controller down and go like make a sandwich or something. <laughs> um, genuinely, I hate to say it, gambling's a real thing. <laughs> real emotional with the character banner sometimes the ones I, the example i wrote in the show notes was that um i lost the my 50 50 for kazuha and i was like at soft pity a little bit beyond and i was so bummed um because you know i was like really hyped for kazuha um and i was like watching all these streamers and all my friends pull and they were all like getting him like either when they expected or for some of these streamers they were like wow I did it I wailed to like 800 and I was like I just want one yeah we have a friend who got C2 on that rerun oh, banner man. C3 I'm jealous but I'm happy for her but then uh, genuine tears of joy when <laughs> but three days later I like was just doing my like regular everyday wishing and I got him on pity like five or something we love like that, that. 
Thank you, King. It's incredible. Thank you, Kazuha. I'm honored. So, when the engine has made you cry, and was it out of frustration or not? And if you're like a really stoic person who doesn't have my problem, let us know how you would make Genshin cry. <laughs> <laughs> this makes sense. What else are you playing? Oh man, what else are you playing? Well, I recently discovered Salmon Run on Splatoon 3, which for those of you who don't know, Splatoon is generally like PvP, but Salmon Run is their like PvE mode where it's four people together against the evil people. A little bit like um, Call of Duty normal. Zombies, I think is like the main thing people compare it to. It's very fun, it's very cute. I did unfortunately find out that you do not raise your player level from it. So now I have to balance my Splatoon time between turf battles that raise your player level and Salmon Run, which is what I actually want to do. Yeah, I think Layla played like a lot of Salmon Run with some of our other friends, and then like a few nights later was like, "Yo, Monica, let's let's have you tried Salmon Run?" And I was like, "No, it scares me." She was like, "No, it'll be fine," and it was uh, not fine. It was incredible. <laughs> It's better than um, Yeah, I have the urge to play Splatoon like I always do, but specifically I have the urge to play Salmon Run, which is bad. Uh, I, I've emotionally given up on leveling the Battle Pass to get the dab-like emote, but now I know for sure. Wait, does it impact Battle Pass? It does. It impacts your catalog. Never mind, I'm gonna get the dab. <laughs> I played a little bit of Coral Island. I actually haven't played more than, like, the first week. Um, But it's a very charming game. Very cool. I think it's pretty fun. Um, Disney Dreamlight Valley. Got a Halloween update. I'm going hard. planning on unlocking the full battle pass. Just watch. Just watch. This is supposed to be a short segment, but uh, I guess I've really been gaming. Two more things. I'm so sorry, Layla. You're good. Restarted my Fire Emblem um, Three Houses Black Eagle Ooh. So that's going. That's going how it's going. Planning to fully side with Edelgard. Yes. It'll be great. We love the Emperor. Yes. Praise the Emperor. Um, and then also, uh, early days, but I got a backbone. Oh, wow. Fun. Yeah. A backbone is... Um, finally, you've got a backbone. Yeah. I finally grew a backbone. Uh, a backbone is like, there are a few like versions of it, but it's like a peripheral that you plug into your phone and basically turns it into like a mini switch. Um, it's kind of expensive, I'm not gonna lie, uh, but it's also really nice for when I want to play Genshin on my phone without using touch controls, because I'm bad at them. No, the touch controls on the phone are really hard. They're only doable on the iPad, I think, or, like, a bigger screen. Yeah. That's fun. So, those are the 800 things I've been playing. That's great. I mean, I, if we're, if we're diving into our backlog... No, I've been um I've been waiting to play uh, Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. I just mm. got that. I'm super excited. I cannot wait. Yeah. Uh, really, I got back into Fire Emblem as well. It's like every six months I fall back <laughs> into Fire Emblem. I'm playing Fire Emblem Warriors right now. Um, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes, which is like the warrior spinoff of Fire Emblem Three Houses. And I'm really going through it. Really? First of all, every time I see Claude, I'm like whiplashed back <laughs> to like the first time I saw him. Not the but are you gonna play Warriors? Can I spoil? I did technically buy it. Okay, uh, I then I won't. Oh, okay. No, no, I won't. Okay. But we just reached a point. We basically just reached a point of no return, where like Claude makes a decision that's pretty big. And I'll spoil this. There's like a mini time skip halfway through the story. I just reached that many time skip, so it's like a six month time skip. But it's the tides have turned because of a decision clock. Tides made. also turn in 
tune. You do salmon run. Yeah, the tides get high and low. <laughs> I will say, we're talking about the Switch. Wonder when we'll hear about Genshin on Switch. I'd love to play. Little... I'm even willing to restart, a, a, like, to have a separate account, because I assume crossplay is not going to be a thing, but that's okay. I honestly have been thinking about, we've talked about this, like, off the podcast before, I've been thinking about replaying it for the story, and mm-hmm. just, like, nervous about being tempted to pull and then getting a character I don't have on my normal account. Yeah. I think that would definitely And then you're me. stuck. I think if I did something like that, I would go for a gimmicky one that's, like, pull on standard banner only. Or something yeah, like that. There's like a YouTube series where someone's been like only playing with the like story with like spe- like specific types of um, characters. So, like they did an only sword run, uh-huh. and a catalyst run. Uh-huh. The only sword one was crazy. It was like a meme because we might end up cutting all this out. It was like a meme because <laughs> um, there's that like that one story quest in Inazuma where we have to do the bow and arrow challenge. Yep. And he didn't have any bow and arrows, and he was like, by the rules of my challenge, I can't use a bow and arrow. So he spent, like, I think he sped it up eventually, but he said it was, like, several hours figuring out how to do it with just, like, geo characters, like, constructs. That's incredible. Yeah, it was crazy. That's crazy, yeah. I know know someone who did a, a, what they called a cannon run, which is they could only use Aether or Lumine. And they had to use the dull blade because in the cutscenes they have the dull blade. <laughs> That's why. And they could only use artifacts that they found in the wild. They couldn't run domains because the character doesn't run domains canonically. Is that true? I don't think there's ever a. Uh, it's like a. Uh, well, Kaya, I think at the beginning Kaya does one domain with you, but it's not an artifact domain. I feel like it's like a, an adventurer's guild kind of thing because. Yeah. Some of the adventure guild characters would take you to domain. Anyways. I think it might be cool if one day we did an episode that was, like, we, like, replayed we the beginning. And maybe we could invite, like, a friend to do it with us. That would be super fun. That's a fun yeah. challenge. This so, goes back to our Soul Link Nuzlocke. Oh, well. man, yeah, that we totally have started on. Yeah, so, uh, Nintendo, Hoyoverse, as soon as you get that out, Let we'll, uh, start a whole new exciting series. That would be fun. We could do, like, an off-podcast on the other week and just be like, here's our update. Where are we at in the story? Yeah. Was, wow. Yeah. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Twitter at @astrapodcast. Make sure to follow us on Spotify to know when the next episode is live and to show your support. And, and thank, thank you, you for completing, completing your, your daily, daily commissions. commissions.